A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello. Welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini-episode. Hello. Our where's top... Your, okay. <laughs> our, like, where's your it's, phone? <laughs> it's, it's my week. It's my week. Our top story is that SAG after a strike is over. Yeah. We're going to talk about movies and TV today. I mean, I was like unprepared. I don't really have much. Well, I got a lot of stuff. But I'm (laughs) I'm okay. I'm going to try not to blow my load like everything in this episode. Maybe like space it out a little bit. Because it's been since July 13th. Right. I mean, you're not going to go back to all those things. Well, there is something I do want to talk about okay. from, from July. Okay. Because okay. It, it's something that you had watched. Oh, okay. And so... That seems like 100 years ago to me. <laughs> like July. <laughs> it is 100 years ago. Anyway, striking works. Unions are great. Congratulations for getting a great deal. Yeah, people worked so hard and like walked the picket lines for a hundred plus days. Bob Odenkirk had his hot ass out on the picket lines every single day. He was at a different studio like every day. And I know because I follow him on social media. He's great. Among other. Oh, yeah. A lot of people busted their asses to get this to happen. Yeah. Good work. The cast of Criminal Minds, I saw them out there a lot too. Ooh. I did see. What's his name? Um, Spencer. Matthew Gray Goobler. Yeah, was Gray-Gubler. he on the picket line? I don't know if I saw him, but I follow, I followed his account, and he he's been posting a lot lately. <laughs> he had well because it was Halloween. Oh, because is that his thing? He's like a total Halloween guy. Okay, that must have been what it was. I was like, I feel like I never see him, and then all of a sudden it was like all the time. No, he like every Halloween he just like posts a ton of shit. Okay. Anyway, great news happening but let's get into some of our other stories Mm. some of our other weird stories from this week including an update of a story that we talked about a few weeks ago this is from the associated press australian woman faces three charges of murder after her guest died from eating poisonous mushrooms (gasps) she did it well (laughs) allegedly uh, she elect she is being charged she is uh I don't know what exactly the criminal justice system is in Australia in regards to innocent until proven guilty, but... We know. (laughs) Well, (laughs) allegedly, if you remember, this woman had killed some people. Let's just just read this Associated Press. This is from Morewell, Australia. A woman accused of serving her ex-husband's parents and an aunt poisonous mushrooms with lunch appeared in an Australian court Friday, charged with three counts of murder and five of attempted murder. I didn't realize the guests were actually related to her. Yes. Because I think initially they just acted like they were friends who came over. No, they did mention it was her in-laws. Oh, I don't remember that. Her ex-husband's parents, who she was like still, I guess, in contact with. Hmm. Erin Patterson, 49, did not enter pleas or apply to be released on bail when she appeared briefly in a local court in Morwell in Victoria State. 
Police had arrested her Thursday at her home in Leongatha, where her former husband, Simon Patterson, 48, and his parents, Gail and Don Patterson, both 70, Gail Patterson's sister, Heather Wilkinson, 66, and Wilkinson's husband, Ian Wilkinson, 68, had been invited to lunch on July 29th. The murder charges relate to Aaron Patterson's parents-in-law and aunt-in-law, who had been hospitalized the next day and died within days. She was charged with the attempted murder of Ian Wilkinson, a Baptist pastor who became critically ill and spent seven weeks in the hospital. The remaining attempted murder charges relate to her former husband over various events, including the fatal lunch that he was invited to but did not attend. Are you sure you don't want to come? (laughs) Didn't? Okay. Police allege that Simon Patterson became ill after eating three meals because her husband died too. Remember there was like, it wasn't just this incident, but people were like, that's weird because her husband died after eating something that she made also once. So a different husband now. No, the same husband. But he didn't go to the lunch. Well... Okay, you're right. He didn't go to the lunch, but he did become ill. That's what it was. He became sick. After the lunch or before? In 2021 and 2022. So So she had been practicing on him. She allegedly. Yeah. That's what it seems like. The remaining attempted murder charges relate to her former husband over various events, including the fatal lunch that he was invited to but did not attend. Police police allege Simon Patterson became ill after eating three meals in 2021 and 2022 but didn't specify Aaron Patterson's alleged involvement. The defendant's two children were at home during the lunch in July, but did not share the allegedly poisonous Wellington dish, beef Wellington dish. Remember, she scraped the mushrooms off the children's portions. They don't like it. Because they don't, apparently don't like mushrooms. Do you remember that this woman had also said when questioned about where she got the mushrooms, she said some Asian market? Yes, I do. And she couldn't... we were kind of like mad... Yeah, because she didn't specify the name. She didn't have like a... She just said some Asian market. Right. There wasn't any specific market. But it seemed clear she was trying to like be a little racist. Like, like oh, saying, oh some, who knows what I could buy there. Like, Yeah, that was kind of like the vibe yeah, of, for her, sure. of her answer. Um, it was not like any specific store. And so, oh, they searched her house recently police with what they described as technology detection dogs. Oh. Predominantly Labradors, the dogs are trained to sniff out electronic storage devices that can be hidden in wall cavities and containers (gasps) of food. Oh. That's crazy. So they were looking for her, like, where she researched the mushrooms or something? I don't know. (laughs) what are they looking for? I don't know. I don't know. Uh... Prosecutor Greg Ellis requested the case be adjourned for 20 weeks to allow police time to analyze computer equipment seized from the home. So, yeah, I guess they have reason to believe that, like... She was researching. She was researching various types of mushrooms. Um, How to poison your husband. (laughs) I mean, this is... We were talking about this on the way to the gym this morning, Desi and I. And we were both like, this is such a woodland forest witch way to kill someone. Well, do you remember how she was like crying 
like they had the video or images of her crying. Yeah. And she was, you know, proclaiming that it was an accident. Right. And it, it was also suspicious. Well, I do remember we were kind of defending her or like kind of giving her the benefit of the doubt. I mean, look, we don't know. We haven't heard the, the facts of the case yet. I wish we could watch this trial because I am like pretty invested we in this. We gave her the benefit of the... I mean, we said it could... It's possible, we I didn't, think. I think we said if this isn't true, like if she didn't have any involvement in this, then this is a horrible tragedy, like an accident. Right. That's, but I do remember the saying the Asian story gave both of us like, what like that she raised, doing here? That raised a lot of red flags. Yeah. Like... It felt, no, I agree. Like it, it's like, yeah, it's possible because, like I said, I know people who do forage. Yeah, and it's like I'm always kind of worried because <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, obviously, it is possible. I don't think I knew it was her in laws because that makes it more suspicious to me than just friends coming over. We did discuss that, but it has been a long time because there right. was details about this case I had forgotten as well. I mean maybe you knew it but it wasn't discussed in the first episode we did. did well, roll yeah. that roll that beautiful bean saying. footage. Yeah. What else we got? We will keep you updated on the mushroom story because I am like I said, I'm She invested. really thought she got something going. She <laughs> she's like I am the master. People always think they can get away with it, right? Like Yeah. It's always it's always incredible to watch it unravel these people who think they really came up with the perfect way. It's the perfect crime. Cuz anyone who really did it perfectly, we don't know about. We don't. And they're laughing at us. They're like, "See, the mushroom woman did this. That's why you can't do that." <laughs> like they're they're like they're mocking everyone's mistakes. You can't in kill private. A, you can't I, I just feel like it's gonna it's gonna raise a lot of red flags if three people at your lunch luncheon die. I mean, the idea that you would make beef Wellington with some exotic mushroom is funny to me, just on a, a chef level. Mm. <laughs> like, why why are you going all extra? It's already a complicated dish. Like, you just use like cremini mushrooms. You just for use that? basic mushrooms, button mushrooms. Yeah, I mean, I've never made it, I but have. I assume. I assume. I guess she yeah. was like, I don't it's know. It's just weird. It is weird. Anyway, our next story is out of the SF gate. Mm. It's true. People do poop a <gasps> lot in ride lines at Disneyland and Disney World. They do? Katie Dowd is reporting on this. Good job. <laughs> It sounds too disgusting, too outlandish to be real. A Disneyland urban legend of the gross-out variety. That people are dropping trow and pooping where they stand in line for rides. But unfortunately for the weak-stomached, this rumor is absolutely real. Twice last month, posters on the Disney World subreddit commented in fury and horror about the cursed things that they had seen while waiting in line. Wow. This is a new bonus episode. (laughs) This is a new bonus I episode. See cur- I want to know more cursed things that they've seen online. <laughs> let's do a ex- let's like expand on this <sighs> for this week's bonus Patreon episode. Okay. This is a quote from a Reddit user. I am in the queue for Rise of the Resistance. That's a Star Wars ride. Someone let their kid take a dump on the floor and then they just walked out and left it. What the fuck? One wrote recently. <sighs> I don't know what I would do if this happened in front of me. I I probably have to go off. I I would have to say something. I think. 
I, I'd probably be like, excuse me, you left your turd. I, <laughs> like I, I would do some kind of panicked like thing, like trying to be polite. You have to say something because that is antisocial behavior and unacceptable. I just can't imagine doing that or like even if it happens with a kid, obviously you can't control that. But I would be like, I'm so sorry I'm cleaning this up right now. <laughs> like I would be like mortified. It's honestly astonishing witnessing some like some human beings just be completely um like completely just like cavalier about how their actions affect other people in a negative way like just not even fucking giving a shit no yeah. pun intended no i've had a few times i did do things and they got mad at me i was like you should be mad at yourself wait where you've called people out yeah oh my god I yeah, did. I. I mean, I would. I would just. I was at my wits. At, like it pushed. I got pushed to the limit. Do you know what I mean? I don't typically do it. Right. But it was so. I was like, come on. Like, like when people do something that's so egregious, and you're just kind of in awe. Like, wow, you have no shame. Yeah, and then instead of being embarrassed or apologizing, which would instantly squash things, they get defensive. Usually, right. you know, right. So the fecal sighting was supported almost in real time by a comment- commenter who said they worked at the attraction. For the skeptics, this actually happened, they said. They continued, fun fact, this was one of three shit-related incidents <laughs> at Rise today. So this ride has had three shit-related incidents. I, I think I know why. In one day. It's a really long line. It's a new ride. And it's in like a, um, you know, it looks like kind of like old fashioned stone or cement. So I feel like people are like, I could just, um, go up against the wall. (laughs) Well, you're in like Tatooine. (laughs) Yeah. It seems like you're kind of like, eh, it's fine. This is like not a, you know, indoor place. It's outdoor. Because it has that vibe. Unacceptable. I think it's unacceptable too. I just think, I think you wouldn't, I don't think people would get away with it like in like an area that didn't, didn't, that looked the interior. So if people were waiting in line for like haunted um, mansion, you're not shitting in the elevator. (laughs) Well, yeah, you're not shitting in the elevator or even, but what if someone's like, well, we're outside, I'm taking a dump in this graveyard. Oh. Like at the Haunted Mansion. Can you line. imagine? That would be the scariest thing at the Haunted Mansion <laughs> in the graveyard. This worker at Disneyland said that they were there for all three of the shits that happened that day. Wow. On another thread, a commenter bemoaned the behavior of park guests at the wildly popular attraction Flight of Passage. Is that like a Disney World? It must be Disney World. Quote, bodily fluids no longer bother me after working at Disney. Let's just say that the attraction I work at was, the attraction I work at has what the cast ended up dubbing the poop hall. Because the amount of times guests, the amount of time guests have gone in there and pooped. We even put up a a camera and it didn't stop it. I just, I don't, maybe I'm just built different. (laughs) I would never do that. Like, I just would never, I mean, maybe Disney should make it easier to leave the line and get back if there's an emergency. Because sometimes you might feel like I can never, I can't lose my space. This is why you just need to pony up for the fast pass. 
or use the bathroom before you go on any long line. You got get it all out, empty you, it out. You got to use the bathroom because it's so much better to have like made a little pit. Besides, you don't want to like have full bowels when you're on these thrill rides. Why would you want that? I just feel like this is happening too much for it to be a random, you know, rare occurrence. It's hap- like it should be rare. Dis- like okay, there should be measures to curb this, but also I'm I am putting a lot of the responsibility on these people who are like not taking into account that they need to uh take care of their bowels. I've just never had it happen and I don't know anyone who's had it happen, so I feel like it can't be that hard to not shit on a long line. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nope. Like kids I'll give a pass, but you're still responsible for your kids Oops. If your kid does it, yes, I understand that. I have more sympathy towards that. And I'm talking like under six. Like I'm not talking about teenagers. <laughs> yeah, not not your teenage child. But if your kid does it, it's still it, like I understand that. But it is also your responsibility as a parent to like make sure that that turd gets cleaned up. Yeah. Even though it sucks and you exhausted and you probably want to leave Disney and you've been there all day and your kid takes a dump in line for the Star Wars ride. What I was going to you- say Disney-related psychosis when you're mm. at the park. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I do feel like people fall apart there in many ways. Like families, it's very expensive. It's a long day. And I've seen multiple, I haven't seen a poop, but I have seen other things like people losing it. Yeah. And I would love to read like what is going on in the brain. Uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like what's going on? Does it turn people bad? <laughs> Are they good people? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, Desi, two former Disneyland custodial team workers have written about this unsavory topic in their book, Cleaning the Kingdom, Insider Tales of Keeping Walt's Dream Spotless. That sounds great. We're going to, I'm literally going to buy this book right now. I'm going to buy this book. This is like who we need to hear from. And almost in every field. I'm buying this book on Kindle right now. And we're going to read, we're going to read excerpts from this on Patreon. Okay. I'm not kidding you. Don't you, wouldn't you love a book by people who clean in like hotels and like, I feel like that's where you get the juice. Like what's going on in these places. This is great. Oh, I want to hear all of it. In the chapter titled Disgusting Things, former cast members Ken Pellman and Lynn Barron reveal there's even a name for such happenings. Human Code H. Oh, I feel like we've discussed that before. I think we have discussed Because that sounds really familiar. In one of our Disneyland series from a few years ago. Oh my God, I'm excited. I, I had no idea. Okay, I'm not even going to finish this article because... Stay tuned on Patreon for us to read excerpts and discuss excerpts from this I'm book. I'm excited. We have a book club going. Ugh. I'm so <laughs> I'm so happy right no, now. No, what an incredible book. Well, Desi, this is another kind of gross story. This mm. is from Delish, which is a food mm. blog. Grubhub driver claims delivering cup of urine instead of milkshake shake was an accident. What? The customer noticed the mistake after taking a sip. Oh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> how, do you, how do you mistake a cup of piss for a milkshake? A Utah man has been left rightfully scarred after he received and sipped from a, quote, warm cup of urine that a Grubhub driver delivered in place of a Chick-fil-A milkshake. <gasps> 
Caleb Woods told a local news outlet that he ordered fries and a shake from the fast food joint via Grubhub. Oh, I mean, I appreciate the order. I do too. (laughs) I don't know why he also didn't get a sandwich, but that's fine. When I started eating my meal upon delivery, I put the straw in my cup and was... So this this was like a covered soda or like drink container. I'm sorry. I don't know how he didn't feel that it was not cold. Or the it was more sloshy. The weight, the weight of the it, the weight of it. You, you. But it's the it's the fluid. It's the fluidity of it because you pick up a milkshake and it's like you feel that it's a milkshake. And like the straw going in would be a little more difficult. There's resistance. Yeah, there's some resistance. This is crazy. When I started eating my meal upon delivery, I put a straw in my cup that was delivered and took a sip. I soon discovered that the cup delivered to me from the Grubhub driver was a warm cup of urine. (laughs) Sorry. He he confronted the delivery driver who had not left yet. The entire conversation was captured on Wood's home security system. Oh, my God. This is the conversation. Did you confuse the cups? Because, like, dude, it's half full of pee, Woods told the driver while holding the styrofoam cup in question. Maybe because it was styro a styrofoam cup. Do they still make styrofoam cups? Mm, I don't think so. Do you realize this is pee? He said. I like how he tasted it. He's like, this is piss. <laughs> <laughs> the grub-up worker admitted to accidentally switching the cups. He said that he relieves himself into a cup. <laughs> Into a cup in the car because of the long hours he works. That that makes me sad for the driver. That makes me sad, but now I'm. This makes sense. Wood said that some of his money was refunded, but he wasn't compensated in full despite the disturbing experience. He needs to get free Grubhub for life. (sighs) And I don't think that they should. I don't necessarily think this driver should be fired because I do think it probably was just a mistake. Yeah. But I do think that this guy needs to be compensated a lot more than just, oh, I guess we won't charge you for the milkshake. I do feel like I'm just confused how it still happened because usually when you buy, when you get a drink from delivery, there's always like the tape across the top. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But he, he, I mean, look, when you're hungry and you're just happy that you're... I'm talking about the driver. (sighs) Like his mistake. He was probably like working, rushing, rushing and trying to like get to his next delivery. Um, I have noticed lately though, I have been getting more mistakes in my order. I, I have to. I don't know what's going on. I think because we need to pay, I need, these people need um, better money. I think it's on the end of the restaurant. I don't think it's the drivers because yeah. the restaurants aren't packing things. So it's not the driver's fault. I mean, I, and I tip a lot. I always tip a lot. So I just think the restaurants are sloppy. The restaurants might, it might be, I think it's a combination of things. I think it's, I think it's probably stressful in restaurants now that this is commonplace. It might be like where they have to wait, is this order pick up or for, or for Postmates or like, is this like people are just, I get it. There's a higher volume. I'm I'm not, I I get that it's stressful. I'm just curious why now it's more than ever. (laughs) That's what I'm curious about. Because I literally feel like I've never had anything. And all of a sudden the last five deliveries I've had like an issue. Yeah. It's weird. No, I had that crazy um, incident where I got somebody else's order and God bless this, this, this poor delivery driver. He did not 
speak a lick of English and I did not speak his language at all. Uh, yeah. He was, was speaking Chinese and I did not. And like he was trying to show me his phone, yeah. the order, but it was all uh, Chinese characters. Oh, interesting. And this poor man was just trying to communicate to me and I had I no idea what he was saying. And I was like, and I couldn't say anything to him. I just was pointing and I was like making an X with my hand. I'm like, wrong order, wrong order. And like, it was like, Neither of us could understand each other. And so I opened this order. It's from the same restaurant I had ordered from, but it clearly said like Michelle. Yeah. And she had ordered... Very different things. Look, I was very judgmental of her order. It was like... (laughs) Imagine what she thought of yours. (laughs) She probably thought my order was gross too, but I thought her order was appalling. It was like... I remember the story. she She ordered salmon... Two orders of salmon sashimi, salmon sushi. Uh, there was like three salmon things. There was things. a source fish croquette or something too. And there right? was a sea bass croquette. This bitch was like, I need my omega threes. We don't know. Now. Yeah. Imagine if she was a listener and she's like, oh my God. <laughs> you know what? I look, Michelle, I'm you were a hungry girl. She had ordered, I don't know who she was having uh at her house or if it was all just for her, but it was a lot of food. And um I honestly I wasn't in the mood for that. I wanted yeah. my unagi bowl. That's yeah. what I wanted, and she got my unagi bowl. And I got her like 50 pieces of salmon sushi. I mean, the bottom line is those apps do not make it easy. To deal with mistakes. Although I will say that they refunded my order in. They do refund. That's true. But you, there's no like fixing things that have already happened. Right. Because right, I wanted, I was like craving my unagi. Yeah. No. It's... And there was nothing I can do about it. So, and this poor delivery driver, like, I mean. No, I, I feel for the delivery I drivers. really felt for him because it wasn't, he just picked up the whatever. He got the wrong order. So Grubhub said that they took immediate action with the driver Oh, they fired the driver. Oh. They're going to apologize to the customer and are coaching the representative who was previously in touch with the customer. Who didn't do enough? Uh, Yeah, so hopefully, wow. I mean, I have to say, I do feel for the driver, but that is definitely something you get fired for. It is a pretty (laughs) big fuck up. It's a pretty pretty big fuck up. It's a pretty big... You know, you could also argue... Um, I didn't even think of this, but why are you, why do you have piss cups in your car while you're delivering people's foods? Even if you don't accidentally bring someone the piss cup, that's really unsanitary. I also feel like you're a guy. You can just step outside anywhere and piss. Just piss out the door. But, um, yeah, I, you're right. You can't, you can't drive your car around with piss in it. When you're delivering food. I didn't yeah. even think of that. So yeah. yeah, like that's not sanitary. No, I'm Even, sorry. I'm, yeah, I would be, wouldn't you be weirded out thinking about someone driving around with pee in their car and they're bringing you your food? Yeah, I mean, I don't that's want the not good. piss in close proximity to my it's food. Gross. <laughs> or like he's doing it while he's driving around with your food and like there's At some splashing. At the very splashing. least, you need to be really on top of that piss cup. <laughs> But not delivering it to someone. It like. needs to have a label on it. You need to know which cup is the piss cup. Wouldn't you be like every time, that's not the piss cup, right? Okay, good. Every time. Yeah. I don't know. It's sort of like when um, you lose track of your dip cup or someone else does. And yeah. 
And you end up taking a sip of somebody's okay. dip cup, which I have done before. Wow. Worst, That's gross. One of the worst experiences. I've definitely drank a soda can that had someone put a cigarette in. Oh, we've all done that. No. <laughs> I was on a road trip with my brother like five years ago, and I took a sip from a cup that had, this was when I still smoked, it had my cigarette butts in it, and it had his spit from his dip in it, because this was when he was like Ugh. chewing dip. Yeah. And I took a giant sip of it, because it was looked the same, like it was a water bottle, and I thought it was my water bottle. Ugh, and I That will, ashy flavor. It took me, ugh. It was one of the worst things I've put in my mouth, and I've put bad things in my mouth yeah. before, but mm-hmm. that I think was the worst. Yeah. It stays with you. It really stayed with me. Anyway, those are our stories. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash H-C-S. Desi. Yes. Let me tell you what I watched right as the strike began. Is this in July? Yeah. Is this the one I watched? Yes. Okay. Banshee. I didn't watch that. With Anthony Starr from The Boys? I didn't watch that. What? You've never no. seen Banshee? No. Why did I think that you were the one that recommended it to me? <laughs> I did not. Did I? Okay. You got to watch Banshee. Okay. I'll Desi, watch it. You got to watch fucking Banshee. I didn't watch it. It is... Me and Brendan refer to it as fucking and fighting because if they're oh. not fighting, they're fucking. Okay. It is like one of the trashiest shows I have ever seen in my life and I loved every minute of what it. What is it on? It was a Showtime show. Okay. Or a Stars. It might even been Stars. No wonder I didn't see Look, it. You can, but, you, but it's on Max. Okay. It's on Max because Max has like everything, HBO, Max, whatever. whatever. It's not even... HBO anymore. It's just there's so much it's there. It's always HBO for us. This show is so good, and Anthony Starr is so hot. I love this him. This is like pre. This is a few years before the boys. Okay, so it's older, a little older. It's like 2013 to 2016. Oh, there's four seasons of it. Oh, who else is in it? <sighs> no one else famous. Or well known. He's like the most well known. I I I can't remember right now. Is it an Australian show? No, it's oh. American. It's American, and it's like, it, it's it's like seriously, it's like so my type of show because it's like there doesn't need to be somebody um, bent over and spreading their butt cheeks right now to get fucked, but it's happening. <laughs> oh, it's like that show where you're like, this doesn't this. It's just, and then like. The violence in it is really extreme. What's the show about? It's about this ex-con who gets out of prison and makes a new life for himself in a small town, and he poses as a sheriff. Okay. (laughs) And and it's just... And this town is really cursed. So it's kind of soapy. It's very soapy. The characters in it are really great and really wild. There's a ton of... like. Just like the violence in it is like insane. It's so over the top. And the sex in it is so over the top. Okay. That's why we call it fucking and fighting. Yeah. It sounds good. I'm going to watch it. It is so good. And I cannot wait to hear your opinion on it. I don't know why I thought you were the one. Someone, I must have like seen it on a Reddit thread or something. I've never heard of it even. Dude, it's so good. Okay, good. It is so good. I need something to watch. And then the other thing I spent the last three months watching from start to finish was um, the 1980s medical drama, St. Elsewhere. Yes. Which is on Hulu. Yeah, I need to get a good show that I can binge. It's got to be Banshee first. Oh, yeah. That's definitely more up my alley. St. Elsewhere... Even though I knew and have known forever how it ends, I was still rocked to my core because it was like so absurd. Well, because everything that happened, you have to, even like the awfulness, you have to say that kid thought of it. <laughs> like some of the stuff, some of the stuff, like the adult themes that this kid dreamed up, you just can't even believe it. 
I will say that even knowing the ending of Saint Elsewhere, like it's it's pretty inconsequential. It's like ultimately inconsequential to like the show. So whatever, you can enjoy it even if you know the ending. It doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. It is a star-studded TV show. Howie Mandel is great in it. He is one of the doctors and he's on it the entire series as is Denzel Washington. Mm. Um and Ed Begley Jr. Yes. Among there's tons of people. It is star-studded. Yeah. This show. I didn't realize how star-studded it was. I did you ever look into why they was that ending planned or was it just we have to wrap it up somehow? I didn't look into why they did that, but have you heard about the Tommy Westfall universe? I have heard about it, but I haven't looked into it. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. Because there are so many crossovers and cameos spawning from St. Elsewhere... That's part of the same... These shows, like, Cheers is in the St. Elsewhere universe, right? right? Because there's an episode where the doctors on St. Elsewhere, it takes place in Boston, they go to the Cheers bar. Right. And they interact with cast members from Cheers. So that implies that Cheers is in the St. Elsewhere universe, which implies that Frasier is in the St. Elsewhere universe. Right. And then... um there's like other there's like homicide life on the street uh is also in the Saint Elsewhere universe. So that means that Detective John Munch is in the Saint Elsewhere universe. Right. So that means that Law and Order is in the Saint Elsewhere universe. So that means that Law and Order SVU, Law and Order Criminal Intent, and so on and so on. And then there's just like like you can look online of like a a map. Well, and there were so many guest stars on this type of show too that really escalated. Well, to make that theory work, it would have they would have to be in character, guesting in the character. Oh, that's how the universe works. Hmm. So you, then you don't have as many connections. You there are currently five hundred shows in the Saint Elsewhere universe, based off of a few of them, though, that branch out. Yeah, because there's only a few initial ones that then branch out, but they all connect. Yeah. And it's all related to like um, cameos of characters, not like the actor, but the character itself. Like, what's the weirdest one? Like the weirdest tangential connection? The character. There's a Scrubs. There's a <laughs> Scrubs is in the same universe. But what character from Scrubs? There's an episode of Scrubs where four of the doctors from Saint Elsewhere play themselves on the episode of Scrubs. Oh, so they're counting it those ways too. That's the way. It's like cameos and crossovers. Well, you're, I, you're, I initially thought it only meant cameos on St. Elsewhere, not St. Elsewhere people doing cameos elsewhere. It's reverse way. Yeah, it goes both ways. Yeah. So characters from the show, not the actors, but the actual characters. Right, but what's the weirdest character from that was on St. Elsewhere that's connected to a show that's more random? Homicide, Life on the Street, Alfre Woodard. That character? Her character was in an episode of Homicide. So she, her character from St. Elsewhere? Yes, the oh. same character. I wonder why they do that. Is it just fun for the writers? I think it's fun for the writers because they St. Elsewhere frequently will make references to like other television shows on the show. Right. There's a lot of like... It's very... 
It's definitely a show of its time, but it's also, it's one of those shows that's like very topical. Right. So there's, um, you know, lots of different stories about like AIDS and HIV. There's, uh, there's a, there's a gender, uh, transition story. I've seen the clips from that. Yeah. Which was surprisingly, um, well done considering the time. Yeah. Obviously it's not, it's like, you know, from 1982, that episode came out. Um, there's like a variety of like very topical episodes. Yes. Some of them that are still relevant today, but some that are absolutely like, oh, that's so 80s. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, maybe I'll watch it. I mean, it's not like a, it's not the kind of show where it's like prestige TV is like today, obviously. It was a network drama. But that drama. was like a very... Emmy Award winning show. It won a at, lot of Emmys. Time. It did win a lot yeah. of it. And Mr. Feeney's on the show, William Daniels. Oh, yeah. I like him. And he's so funny in it. He's he's awful. Like, he's a terrible person on the show, but he's so funny. He's a good character. He's a great character. Um, I'm trying to think if I have anything. The only thing I did start watching is Southern Charm, which I had never watched. And that show is off the rails. I can't believe it. I really thought it would be boring, but it's good. Yeah. It's a lot of crazy people. Like that's for a, sure. Is that a TLC show? No. It's, it's Bravo. Bravo. It's oh. Bravo. I have never really gone into Bravo reality outside of the Housewives and like Vanderpump, obviously. Um, so this is my first for wet foray into that. I don't do like summer house, winter house. Um, I might do married to medicine. That looks kind of good. Did you watch Shaws of Sunset? No. Is that Bravo or E? I don't know. I think I watched the first season of that. Why, I want to say... We run it's, LA. Is that Bravo or E? See, when you threw in the E, they well, were like, oh, maybe it is E. Because <laughs> don't you kind of feel like Bravo and E have like similar vibes for their reality shows sometimes? Uh, I don't know what reality shows are on E. Well, they don't. I don't know. Because I only watched like the old ones. The Gastineau Girls. I watched like the Anna Nicole, yeah, like those, like the old days. Maybe of they reality. don't make reality shows anymore. But I feel like it's Shots of Sunset. It could also be Netflix. No, no, no. It's been around way longer than that. Oh wait, I see. I'm re- I'm I'm thinking of the real um, real Sh- estate show. Oh, that's Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset. Shots, Shots of Sunset. And then there was Sunset Tan. Ooh, see that sounds good. Which is the one that took place at the tanning salon I went to in 2007. Oh, right, right, right. Um, and Shaz- I stopped going there when yeah, I started. I don't, think, I don't think Shaz of Sunset is Bravo. I'm looking right now. Shaz of, it's a Ryan Seacrest production Ooh. on Bravo. It is? Yes. And it ran from 2012 to 2021. Okay. I, you know what the thing is? I don't watch Bravo, so I don't see commercials for other things or like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just watch what I watch, so I never see the like what else is on. No, I definitely watched some of the first season when it came out, but I'm not... So I know like some of the characters, like Reza, but I don't... Yeah, I know who he is, too. <laughs> but I don't... <laughs> but I don't remember like details from it. Yes. Yeah, so I'm really enjoying Southern Charm. It has one of the most deranged theme songs I've ever heard Can in my life. It? Um, he's got money. He's in magazines. <laughs> da, 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 da. Boop, boop, boo, da, boo. It's like forty. Like it sounds vintage. It's crazy. What's the show about? The show is about a group of people in Charleston, South Carolina, that are like old money 
and a mixture of a few hoes thrown in. So like the first eight seasons, like there's this one woman, Catherine, who's like 21 when the show starts and she like fucks every guy. She gets together with the old guy. There's these old guys and then there's this one of the old guys who's also the producer of the show. He has like this mother who's like, hello, she's like 80 (laughs) and she's drinking all the time and she's sort of like this Tennessee Williams type character. Yeah. Um, but most of the drama obviously happens with the young cast who were a bunch of fucking gross guys. The women are all dating these losers. I I can't explain it. It's just much juicier than I thought. And there, there were some seasons that were so good. Like Kara was like, I'm so happy for you. Cause I was about to watch like season five. I think it was where this absolutely insane woman named Ashley comes on. Didn't Kara used to cover that? She still does, but it's one of her more sporadic shows. Right. When she's busy, I think she kind of drops it. So I'm finally caught up. Nine, it's like nine seasons. <laughs> I binged. Oh the my past God. Because when I was sick, I just fucking watched it all day long. Yeah. That's what I do when I'm sick. I'm like, well, I have nothing else to do. So right. I'm going to sit here and watch this. I mean, it's only like 10 episodes a season or 12 yeah. episodes. It's not like crazy. Um, so that was really fun. Now I finally know. We'll see if I do it with Summer House or Winter House. Kara's she 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 tries to convince me. Yeah, you know. Well, that's like because I've only I only watch Seeking Sister Wives, but mm. Kara has been on the Sister Wives, which is yes. like the, the what it spun off the OG. And I remember trying to sit down to watch Sister Wives one time, and I was like, "Wait a minute, this is like." TLC's longest running reality show. What do you mean there's like 20 seasons? Like I got I was too overwhelmed. I feel the same way. That show and the other one she watches is like Welcome to Plathville. Yes. <laughs> Where I'm like, I don't even know what this show's about. Well, at least <laughs> Welcome to Plathville is more new. So you could you But could, what is that show about? Do you know some weird blonde family? Okay, so it's just some weird Christian family. It's like or a something? weird Christian blonde family. That's just from what I gather from every single promo I've ever seen. And from what I've heard, it's not that interesting, but it's just like you're just like, who are these people? Right. I should just maybe start it is sister wife. Because I, I do know. feel like I need to know. I feel like, like do you like know it, what I mean? Well, <laughs> and I yeah. feel like you can't just Jump in I anywhere. Don't, you need no. to watch from the beginning. I want to go on the journey with these people because they have recently had their own like. Oh yeah, drama. I see them all the time in tabloid type things. Yeah, that's where I know a lot of these reality, like Reza. Yeah, like, I, I know them from like, you know, whatever. Sometimes they're on, like Reza was on that show I watched with um, Alan Cumming, the reality show with some reality contestants oh. as contestants. And then there's a new one called like Villains that I kind of oh, yeah. watched. Too. House of Villains. House of Villains. House of Villains that has Anfisa from 90 Day Fiance yes. on it. And, and it's like Jax, New York is there. Isn't somebody from Survivor? Is like Johnny, Johnny Fairplay. Fairplay. Remember Johnny Fairplay? Yeah. He's so early 2000s. He's I can't. So, <laughs> we talked about him on one of our reality episodes that we did. Oh, yeah. Like, he was like famous. Ugh. Um, speaking of reality TV, 90, 90 day fiance OG is currently on. And honestly, it's like just an okay season. Nothing's going to be, I feel like their best, 
the best of the franchise is always for me is always going to be before the 90 days because anything can happen. And then the other way is also good because it's like the stakes are so high on that one as well. Right. Um, it's yeah. The, the current season, it's just okay. But the other way is, is running concurrently right now. It, the season, season five of 90 day, the other way is still on and it's apparently going until the end of the year, which is crazy. Cause it's oh been on God. for like months. Ugh. This show needs to start to edit. The, the, yeah, I mean, at least the other way, this is a good season of it. There's like a lot of weirdos. Yeah, you need some weirdos. But yeah, I'm, I need to find more things to watch. Well, get back to me when you start Banshee because I just, I was okay. watching it and I was like, of course Desi recommended this show, but then you didn't even recommend it to me. But it's, it's literally the perfect show. We didn't show. even talk about it ever. I don't know why I thought that in my brain. Because <laughs> when you started watching it, I would have been gone too. No, I thought you recommended it to me like a year ago. No, no. I no. must have gotten my wires crossed yeah. with a different show you recommended to me, but this is so up your alley. Okay. It has every single element that you want in a show. Okay. Good. It is pure trash, but okay, really uh, thrilling. <laughs> It's like, well, I love that actor, so I I know I'll like it. Have you watched Gen V? I haven't started that yet, but I know about that one because uh, Andy keeps telling me to watch it. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Gen V is the spinoff of The Boys. Right. And, you know, spinoffs, they don't always, they don't always make it, but Gen V was really good. Okay. I also did watch um, Fall of the House of Usher. Okay. Did you watch that yet? I binged it in two days, and I was shocked at how much I loved it. I I literally said this to Andy. I was like, "This will be the first one Rachel likes because I, I knew you would like it. it it's the best one. The, I mean, as far as like a real linear, clean. It was so good. The story was so good. The characters were so good. The acting was so good. It. I binged it over the course of two days. Yeah. I. It was my favorite. One of my favorite shows to come out this year. Might be my favorite show of the year. It's so good. I was surprised because I'm not like a Mike Flanagan head, but this was excellent. It also, I loved like, of course, I loved Edgar Allan Poe as a kid. Yeah, you got. (laughs) So like when it's fun, if you know his writing and all of his stories, and these are all his most famous stories, it's fun to know the references. Yes, yes. When you see the title of the episode, you're like, oh boy. I know what's happening here. Yeah, it, it was fun to see how they implemented those stories into like the deaths, right? Yes. It's not a surprise. Each episode is basically like a death and like it sort of revolves around one of Poe's stories. And I just thought that was really cool and well done. It was so well done. The The mood and the tone and like the ambiance was like, there were actually lots of moments where I was like gen- genuinely scared. Yeah, it was good. I love Bruce Greenwood too. He was he so was good in it. so good. Um, I just loved the ending was excellent. Some of the characters were like, like that boss. Oh my God. He, he was, was so good. He, he was, was so everyone good. Everyone was so good. Um, Mary, um, sorry, what's her last name? McDonald. Mary McDonald. Was, she was so good. Dude. She her, was excellent. She was, she needs an Emmy for that. She was like the standout for me. And it was class that was really good. For I, sure. 
I need to tell you about this other woman that I love that's in the show, Tania Miller. Tania Miller is a British actress. She is so good. She was on this show that I loved. It was like a mini series. It's a British show called Years and Years. And it's like a, yeah, Wikipedia calls it a dystopian science fiction drama. And she is, she's so great. Yeah. But she was all, I knew her from that show, which I loved. And she's in Fall of the House of Usher. And she's. That was a great episode. Her Telltale Heart episode is like. Crazy. I mean, she. The great thing about this show is how villainous every single character is. They're basically. all monsters. They're all monsters. They're all monsters, except for obviously the one granddaughter. But like the main people, they're all just the so children. terrible, and she's one of the worst. And at first, you're kind of like, oh, she's like a heart dark doctor, and you're like, oh wait, she's evil, <laughs> like whatever. No, and the same thing with Henry Thomas. You're like, oh, he's not that bad, and you're like, oh, he, he's like the worst one. Okay. That rave scene, though, was insane. Oh, I, I screamed. I couldn't believe, like, what I was seeing. It was incredible. <laughs> it was so good. No, you start it, getting excited. We're like, well, how are they going to kill this one? Like, yeah, it was crazy. No, that was... I had to look up that story because I was like, wait, what happened in the story? Because it's fun to see how they take the old sort of way it happened and modernize it. Yes. Uh, and it was cool. Like, I just loved it. Yeah, I liked that it wasn't just a remake of the Poe story, Fall of the House of Usher. Like, obviously, there were elements of that story, but it was really like a mini series of like a combination of like multiple Poe stories yes. and poems. No, I thought it was really well done and fun. It was fun. It was super fun. Uh, for sure. So everyone should watch it. And there were some really good, um, well-deployed jump scares. Yes. Like they weren't cheap. They were They were well done. Yes. And I loved a, it. Yeah, it's great. I loved it, and I'm really glad that I took a chance on it. I knew you would. I really did. I was like, I feel safe saying she, you'll yeah. like this because I was worried. But part no, of was like, I there's like no way you won't like I it. Fuck, I stayed up till five in the morning one night. Like I, I couldn't. I had to know. Oh yeah, I watched it super fast too. Like it's very easy to watch fast. Yeah, for sure. Now I'm glad you watched it. Anyway, Desi, what did you eat? Well, I'm still recovering. So to be honest, nothing too exciting because you know how you recover from a stomach flu? Mm. It's hard to get back on track eating good food. You're kind of like, eh, I'll just have some plain noodles. Mm. I'll have some rice, Mm. Um, which are good, but nothing too exciting. I did see tomorrow's a hoagie day. Oh, it is? So I'm kind of like, should I? (laughs) Tomorrow is a hoagie day. Because it always looks good to me. Yeah, a hoagie. Well, I'm gonna for be, sure. I'm gonna be eating a hoagie real yes. soon when I go to Philly. So no, I haven't had, I haven't had anything exciting. Is there anything that you want to eat that's exciting in the future? No, soon. I I don't think so. You're saving it for Thanksgiving. I'm saving it for Thanksgiving. I will be in Marin, so it is sort of like one of those things where like, where should I go while I'm there? Should I go into the city? So maybe I'll do that. Yeah. Because my nieces have a new apartment. So I can go visit them and get some food. So maybe I'll look around and see what kind of cool place I can get into. I did see there was this really, because I was trying to buy someone a a restaurant gift card. And there's like a, um, 
I think it might be Thai, and it's literally booked till the end of the year. Oh my god! And I'm god. so mad because I I follow them on Instagram, and every once in a while they'll be like, a new reservation just opened up, and I'm like, well, I don't live there. <laughs> I'm mad, right? You got to plan in advance. Yeah, so I'm kind of like. You know how you see something like that? You're like, wow, it must be really good. I have to go there. Of course. Um, so like fucking Pija Palace. They're also really, I think it's a small place. So yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's exciting. I, uh, what did I eat this week? Where did I go? Did I go? I haven't been to a restaurant since Ototo, I think. I think that was the last restaurant I went to with you. Um, and then I made a big batch of chili that I had to put some of it in the freezer recently. Oh, um, I should do that. Yeah, it's like chili season because it's like getting chilly. Chili soup, stew. Remember, we're going to bring stews back. We're bringing stew. <laughs> well, what did he say? It was Adam Carolla. He was like, men aren't men anymore. Oh. Too many, he goes, too many men are wearing bracelets instead of eating stew. Absolutely. Is crazy. that what he said? It was something about like stew, stew? being masculine. I was like, stew what? is not particularly what? masculine. It's, it's <laughs> stew. It's just everyone eats stew. Right. It's what, not even what? like the stereotype, like it would just be like red meat or whatever. Yeah. Like it's it wrong was, even in its stereotype, but definitely insight into who he is. <laughs> it was one of the most absurd, hilarious things I've seen tweeted. But we did make us want some stew. It made us, it made us all. Th- Think about: Am I eating enough stew? I, I kind of want like a um, green chili chicken, yeah, type thing. I like that That's one. So good. I like making that one. I had guacamole and chips for dinner last night. That's very funny because I do have stuff to make nachos, mm. so maybe I should do that tonight. That's not very healthy for my stomach. Uh, post <laughs> take a chance. Flu. Take a chance. Who knows? Who knows? The stomach is. Um, Mystery. It's a mystery. <laughs> You're, no, we're going to get an email. Actually, the stomach's quite simple, Debbie. Yeah, you need probiotics. Uh, yeah, I was thinking, should I go back into my probiotic era? I don't know. I mean, I eat yogurt like every day. Um, You do? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I eat yogurt <laughs> every single day, pretty much. I eat much. cottage cheese like a lot. That's I, that's what I prefer. I got sick of yogurt. I have to say, from when we did that health plan, Ugh. where it was too much yogurt. I was it like, was I can't. so much. <laughs> too it was much so much fat for you. Well, no, I, but I do fat, full fat yogurt. I do. I should get yogurt because I do need some probiotics. Yeah. Um, How's your gut health, Desi? We don't know. Oh, it's in shambles. It's it's better. <laughs> I I didn't. It took a little while to recover because I was really dehydrated. But I never had too many like um, bad stomach things, except for the throwing up, which yeah. is bad. So that's good. By the way, do you want some um, skincare product that I used uh, twice before it made me break out like crazy? Sure. What is it? It's that Peach and Lily brand, which everyone oh. raves about. It's like some people love it. I mean, a lot of people love it. It has great reviews, but of course my skin is so... Sh- fucking stupid that like I can't I can't deviate from my very simple skincare regimen otherwise like every time I try something new Mm. it's like no we hate this put it away Sure, I'll try anything that makes you break out it's glass skin it's like the Korean it's a a K-beauty brand okay and sadly it made me break out I need to get some snail mucus okay I'm also in my snail mucin (laughs) era I've, I did get some snail mucin. I'm okay. I'm late. I'm late to the game. 
Yeah, I need to get some. You like it? Yeah, it's fine. That didn't make me break out. It was when I incorporated this glass skin stuff that all of a sudden, like, it was just like zits where I've never had (gasps) zits before. I'm like, I got to stop this. I'm giving this to Desi. I have the opposite. Like, I don't break out from sensitive skin. I get red from... My sensitive skin gets red with products. Oh, there was another new product I tried that is also like people love it. And it was like a cult beauty product. And I, as soon as I put it on my face, my face was on fire and turned red. That's what happens to me. I'm going to return that to Sephora. What is it? Skin Fix. It's like supposed to like be like for skin barrier recovery, which I thought I'm like, well, that should be like comforting. The most mild thing ever. No, I put it on. It felt like I had put icy hot on my face (gasps) and my face was red for like four Mm. hours. That sucks. No, that's what happens. That's how my sensitive skin presents itself is with yeah. that or tightness. I like, have to just I, like stop. So, so like face wash stuff. I'll try the most gentle thing, even like things people recommend. Yeah. And it makes my skin. I just, I just have to get over it and just accept it that my skin can tolerate like three products. But it's sad. It you is sad. Spend, you want to blow money on skin products like all of us do. I know. No, I use the same. I use my cleanser. I use my P50 toner, and I use my um, Avene moisturizer and liter- and sunscreen, obviously, every day. Yeah, that's it. That's all my skin can fucking tolerate. But what a relief that you know. But I wish. But I. But I'm not like. Th- my I, my skin's like fine, like that's just like the baseline. But like it could be better. But every right. time I try to like make it better, it's like no, we hate it. Yeah, I don't know. It sucks. It's really sad. Did wow. You try pharmacy products. I I do like their makeup remover. A pharmacy I haven't had problems with before. Yeah, I love their cream cleanser. I like the um the like makeup balm stuff. Makeup balm. It's like a makeup remover and it's like a balm oh, you that's rub That's what on I'm your... talking about, the cream cleanser. It's yeah, like it's... an oil cleanser, kind of. It's like balm. green. I have the green one, but I got their special edition strawberry shortcake one. Oh my God, Desi. They have a <laughs> special edition strawberry yeah, shortcake? Yeah, I immediately ordered it when I saw it. I got that. That's so cute. I was like, I need a strawberry shortcake. See, I'm afraid. What if the strawberry makes me break out? <laughs> it's It pretty much is the same thing as the other one. It's just pink. It's just pink. And it yeah. kind of... Uh, so I like that. But they're um they have a cream that's honey, really nice too. That the I honey. love. I use that sometimes. Yeah. It's so that um, surprisingly doesn't make me break it's out. It's really um good if you're really dry because it's very moisturizing. But yeah. Oh no, sorry. Skincare corner. <sighs> what else? Is there any final thoughts? No, I have no final thoughts. We're having a very special guest come on the show this week, later this week. And Stay tuned for the return of Bitch Slap. Yes, we need to figure out. We just need to figure that. out what day we're recording. Yeah. But we are so excited. We're back, baby. I need to um I need to get back on. I haven't watched anything. Oh, and also Criminal Minds Corner. Criminal Mind, the return of <laughs> Criminal Minds Corner on Patreon. But Bitch Slap will be returning soon. So we're thrilled. We know you uh, who are our loyal fans of that podcast are thrilled and we appreciate your patience. And if you haven't listened, catch up. 
There's yeah. a ton of episodes you can listen to. Um, so you should catch up and listen to it. It's really fun. And people who say they don't even watch the show enjoy it. Yeah. So, a lot of people I'm don't even watch it. They don't watch Melrose Place, but they like hearing our recaps. So check it out. Check it out. Have a long drive. And we'll something. be back with more episodes of that soon. And sign up for our Patreon. And we will be discussing some crazy stories from we got Disneyland. Some poop. We, got, we got some poop on the Patreon. <laughs> we got all kinds of stuff we're, on Patreon. It's coming out. It's coming out. We'll um, see you soon. Bye. bye.